Ladies and gentlemen, we have reached the semifinals of the Tournament of Champions here on the A-Show on CKCC Radio. Matt and Chris hanging out with you for another Monday morning. Chris, how's it going? Uh, I found out that Kroger has Turkey Hill iced tea, so I've, I'm, I've, I've had a very good day. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Chris good, is still on his me. top secret mission. <laughs> yes, to say the least. Um, <laughs> uh, episode, uh, the final quarterfinal, as we record, is still ongoing. As oh my goodness, who did we just record with? Uh, Chris O'Mealy and George Gatton. Chris O'Mealy, nineteen five. Yeah, and the three hundred forty-five member roster of nineteen eighty-five WWF. Yeah, Tugboat Terry. Yeah, that was the best. Nielsen the Newt. Nielsen the Newt and Sal Balamo. <laughs> Yep, none of them were drafted, but there will be a lot of people drafted here tonight, this morning, in the first semifinal, and it is, as you heard in the intro, I'm going to find a way to do this, the mega powers are exploding, Chris. (laughs) Can you find that, that, remember the, uh, the orchestral clip when Undertaker and Kane first met that, Can you find a way to be like, at odds, explode? (laughs) What I was going to do is I heard um, an intro to Final Wrestling Place a couple weeks ago where they overdubbed um, um, Tennessee Lee introducing Jeff Jarrett. Oh, yeah, that's like, that's old school. That's like one of the first slapdash edits like that that Tim did like in the early days of Final Wrestling Place. Uh, but I, I was going to do that with, with the Mega Powers, and when Vince McMahon would say Hulk Hogan, I was going to go, Joe Sposto. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. I want to be macho in this, and Joe, you're welcome to be Terry. Uh, <laughs> 89, 89 Hulk Hogan is Bad Place Hulk Hogan. Like, it's, like, there's multiple Bad Place Hulk Hogans. There's current day Hulk Hogan, 1993 Hulk Hogan, 19, er, 1989 Hulk Hogan. Uh, hey, 1989 was the, they all get their episode, own individual bad places to cover like as much bad as you can with the Hulk. As when we listened to the At Odds draft, where Matt had this idea, so 89 holds a special place in my heart because it was basically the idea for the show. So that was a great draft you guys did. Yeah, it was just something like I was toying with, you know, because of the uh, Adams importer exporter thing. Um, I know Boar is a big fan of that era, and no, where it came from was, I forget the dude's name, and I feel so bad, he just threw it out there on Twitter over the summer last year, Holy and, and uh, Boar chimed in, Bacabella chimed in, and I'm like, I could do this, I could host this on my podcast, and then I'm like, oh shit, that's gonna be a lot of work if I do that. I don't want to do a lot of work, you know? <laughs> I'm like, hopefully they'll forget about it on one hand. And then as Adam's schedule with the importer-exporter came up, I'm like, oh, I could record this. And I think we've recorded it like a week in advance or like a week and a half in advance. And Bacabella, since he was in the territories at that time, I think he had a little unfair knowledge. Uh, <laughs> I think we all had good cards, but, uh, you know, the right man won there. And he wins his prize of nothing. <laughs> Speaking of prizes, by the way, semifinal one is Joe Sposo against Adam Van Bolt from At Odds with Wrestling. Let me tell you how bummed I was when I found out that I came in second place in At Odds Mania. Oh, 
Because I thought it came in, like, last place. And then I found out it came in second. I was like, son of a bitch! <laughs> I always do better than I expect to do, because with most things, I don't put any effort into it. So uh, I usually expect to do poorly, but I, I was disappointed in myself to not beat Joe this year. That was my one thing that I always hang my hat on, is beating Sposto. Uh, unfortunately, uh, my undefeated streak has ended. <laughs> I was following along at home with my picks. I was like, well, I didn't get this one, and I didn't get this one, so I'm definitely out. And this was like Saturday by match three. I'm like, well, this didn't work <laughs> out, and this didn't work out. And I found out I came in second, Yeah, but that's well, okay, because that glow was, thing was hilarious. Yeah, it was a lot of threes. You know, a lot of people got three right. And, uh, you know, Kevin is, you know, a friend, um, you know, online friend. I met him at a Chikara show in Syracuse that we're actually going to be reviewing on ad odds like many, many weeks from now. Um, but Kevin's a good dude, but he's won it every time that we've done it, which is ridiculous. <laughs> so what we're doing tonight as the mega powers explode is 2010 WWE. And as a little preview for the finals here, Chris and I have been talking and Joe, you are correct with your assessment that 2009 WWE CW is a little close right. to 2010 WWE. So Decker and I have three ideas we've been kicking around. What I think we'll do is on the off week between semifinal two and the finals, because we have to give it a week for the semifinal two poll to end, is that week we'll have the poll to see which of these three options we are going to do for the finals. And they are as follows. Herb Abrams UWF. <laughs> Rebook the Heroes of Wrestling pay-per-view. That's my choice. That, I'm no no doubt. That's that's the one I was like, oh man, I don't know how we'll figure this out, but that's what I want. Or present day AEW using Adam's uh, draft for your opponent idea. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, I hope somebody enjoys getting the 10 guy as their number one pick. <laughs> now, now, Peter Avalon's there for number one. Well, I don't know why you would take 10 first. <laughs> oh, I oh, don't, oh, oh, I, do you, oh, do you mean Yon Spears? Yeah, I'm sorry. I couldn't, I didn't mean to disparage poor, poor Dark Order. Oh, guy. guy. <laughs> yeah, I meant, I meant Gavin Spears. <laughs> Oh, all of those are all of those are horrible options. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I think it, it, honestly, you're a true drafter at that point. Yeah. I, uh, if for some reason one of the first two choices win the poll, I, I hope Joe squashes me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So that's something that I want to mention. I know I've mentioned in other places. I think I may have even mentioned this privately to Adam. Um. I would like, if I'm going to win or if I'm going to lose, I would like this to be as honest as possible. And, you know, there may have been some people calling, crying foul on, you know, some of the voting on some things, especially when one of the votes where the person who lost the vote had double what any other vote has ever got in the history of your show, and still somehow he lost. I don't know, it just felt like there was a lot of kabuki-ishness going on in that entire voting, be that as it may. Um... I freely admit I have six different Twitter accounts. <laughs> and when one of my friends oh my are God. in a poll, I vote for them with those right. six Twitter accounts. And I know Adam has access to 
at least five, one that we share for at odds with wrestling. And I make the pledge to you, Adam, that I will not use any of the accounts that I have access to to like sway the vote or pad my vote if you will make the same honest uh pledge to me. I do. Uh, I heard you make that uh, statement on Longbox Heroes After Dark this week, and uh, I do agree with you. I will vote for myself on my own personal at the man Adam Van Twitter poll, or I'm sorry, Twitter handle, cheap plug. Uh, but uh, that'll be it. So I right. will only vote that one time, so I can see how badly I'm losing. And uh, yeah, I have no reason to cheat otherwise. I'm good with that. And just as the Mega Powers have split, they have done the Mega Powers handshake to come back together momentarily. <laughs> just, just so you know, as Adam was saying that, I was doing the Macho Man half of the Mega Powers handshake to no one. <laughs> I'm just picturing April walking into the room that you're in, seeing you doing that, shaking her head and just turning and walking out of the room. No, nah, she knows when the door's shut, there's nothing good going on in here. Uh, <laughs> poor April. Poor April. Exactly. <laughs> so, the ground rules do not change for the semifinals. Adam is the lower draft seed, will draft first, or the lower seed in the tournament will draft first. Um, you can draft singles, tag teams, six-man stables, but you have to use them all together if you draft them all together. Round seven will be the wild card, which should be pretty interesting in 2010. I can't wait to see what you guys come up with. Oh, yeah, that will be interesting. And I don't think there's any stables in 2010. Well, we will find out. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if someone drafts a stable, we will find out. I guess, I guess you're right. And you just draft until you're done. And then from there, we'll do You Did Not Get Booked. And we'll take a break. And the guys will put their cards together and we'll come back. So as Adam is the first draft pick, he is going to get raw red for his fill on the spreadsheet. You may begin, Adam. All right. You know what? This is the first time since I've been on the show that I get the first overall pick. Uh, The time that I was on with Tim, I was the second pick because of a coin flip. And uh, in the first round of the tournament, I was picking second because of my vote seating. So I've had a chance to, like, negotiate. Like, in the NFL, when a team knows that they're getting the number one pick, they can start negotiating early so it's locked up. Uh, and with the number one pick in this round, I have music prepared, boys. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm letting it play for a second. <laughs> That's a bummer. <laughs> With the number one pick, I take the entire Nexus, which is Wade Barrett, David Otunga, Darren Young, Skip Sheffield, Michael Tarver. With the WWE Tag Team Championships, Heath Slater and Justin Gabriel, and the United States Champion, Daniel Bryan. Holy smokes. Now... Again, that does kind of screw me up just a bit, but I will say this. You know, you're drafting them as a stable. I'm excited to see what your eight-on-eight eight match is going to be. <laughs> well, they all have to be used. All right, so first thing I want to say, I, uh, I, Matt can attest to this. I have been going back and forth with my legal advisors and him for days on what I can oh not do on this. Uh, I want to see just how far I can bend what rules, and I think that everything I do tonight is well within the rules, 
and we shall see. But I think that's a that's a coup for me at the top. Not only do I get you know Daniel Bryan, I get the U.S. title, I get the tag titles, I get probably one of the greatest stables of all time, and I'm probably going to have the Nexus theme song be my new phone ringtone because I like it that much. If you have these guys engage in a relay race, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> a keg carry, like keg barrel. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that means for my first pick, and like I said, that does change my plans just a bit. Uh, I am going to draft with the WWE title, Batista. Okay. That's a solid 2010 pick right there. Hmm. All right. I, let me see. Alright, I am going to take with my second pick. Hold on, I have music. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, I am taking the world heavyweight champion Edge. But what's that? He's not alone. There seems to be some guys flanking him on the sides. They look a lot like Edge. Uh, oh, one Jesus. of them, you know, he's got shorter oh, hair. Oh, my God. Uh, but the other one doesn't seem to be as into it as the, the, the first one. Maybe he's kind of the bare minimum guy. I am taking Edge, Hawkins, and Ryder as a stable. Hmm. Okay. Edge, Hawkins, and Ryder as a stable. I asked Matt if a team was ever a team. Even if not in 2010, could I draft them as a team? And he said, absolutely. Okay. And that has been done in the past. So. Okay. I'm not going to, listen, I'm not going to argue. I cleared this all legal before. I, I completely understand. So again, my, my, uh, my things change here a bit as well. So for my second pick, uh, I am taking the Heart Dynasty of D.H. Smith, Tyson Kidd with Natty Neidhart. All right. For my next pick, and I'm going to be three for three on this with all my picks coming in, I am taking the Straight Edge Society of CM Punk, Luke Gallows, and Serena Deeb. Holy smokes. Uh, Where is... I don't see Serena Deeb on here. I looked her up. She was with the company until February of 2010. She's not on Joe's list. I uh, <laughs> I did some research here. Uh, like I said, we're already playing fast and loose the way it is. I, you know. <laughs> Again, I, I don't know what the problem is here. I, I'm drafting talent that was employed by WWE in 2010. Sure. Ooh, you are. Kicking there is ass. so yes, much man. red on this spreadsheet right now. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> So, we need to give him one of those bingo blotters where he just stamps the screen. <laughs> okay. So, uh, for my next pick, I'm going to take uh, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. <sighs> All right. That hurts a little bit. That hurts a little bit. <laughs> You're just going to have a job out there. Already drafted. What's that? So you've got 35 people you've already drafted. <laughs> that hurts. That hurts. Like, I know Joe's first pick was Skip Sheffield, but I think you could go without Sean Michaels. All right. I believe the Intercontinental title is still up for grabs. Yes. So I will take Dolph Ziggler 
For my next pick, I'm going to take The Undertaker. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. See, now it's getting complicated. Yep. I am going to take the tag team of Jericho, Chris Jericho and Big Show. Oh, that was their uh, – no, who am I thinking of? Who was the tag that Jericho had and then they split up because – oh, with Edge, where he, like, he hurt himself or something like that. So next, I am taking with Money in the Bank, The Miz. I am going to take with the sixth pick, John Cena. My sixth pick, I am taking the scary snake man, the viper, Randy Orton. (laughs) (laughs) And and that brings us to the wild card. (laughs) Wow, that went quick. All right. Well... Stay with me for a second here. I have music. (laughs) What? Hold on. It gets worse. That's right. Who can forget the stable from TNA Wrestling... Fortune. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh my Fortune God. consists of AJ Styles, Frankie Kazarian, Beer Money, James Storm and Bobby Roode, Ric Flair, and because he hung around for some reason, Christopher Daniels. I am taking Fortune with my wild card pick. I have, I have never had more confidence in my card than I do at this moment. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, I have, like, enough people to fill, like, a Saudi blood show already. Right. Good luck putting that all together. I got it already. Oh, my goodness. Uh, So for my seventh pick, the wild card picks, uh, I am taking as a unit, uh, whether or not with the titles, I don't think it really matters, uh, the Kings of Wrestling, Chris Hero, Hero, Claudio Castagnoli with Sarah Del Rey. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. All right, just because I had no intentions of taking this guy, but Joe screwed me by taking HBK, so I need somebody to, like, I don't know, get squashed by the Nexus at the beginning of the show. I'm taking Bret Hart here. Okay. (laughs) Wow. I might not even use him. (laughs) Uh, For my next pick, I am taking Rey Mysterio. Okay. Hmm. I am taking... The reunited team of M and M. I'm taking Morris and Mercury and Molina. Oh, nice! Fuck that. Now, wasn't Mercury technically taken with the Straight Edge Society? Are you drafting the same person used twice now? I did not use. I have no intentions of using uh, Mercury with Straight Edge because I just said Gallows, Punk, and Deeb. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, I for my next pick. I'm going to pick uh, Triple H. All right. I probably should have taken that instead of Bret Hart, but my pride got in the way. (laughs) (laughs) I am going to take – I just had it here in front of me. I'm going to take the Usos. Okay. For my next pick, I'm going to take Mr. Six WrestleMania himself, Mr. Chocolate Doodoo Fingers himself, uh, Dylan Hornswoggle Postel. <laughs> 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 
if for some reason you were to take Edge before me, uh-huh. I was going to literally draft the figure four. I was going to take Broski, Hawkins, and Swoggle. <laughs> oh, dude, I had, I had Hawkins, I had Broski, I had uh, other people who will not be named yet. I, you and I were thinking along the same lines. It was just who was going to react first, I guess. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. I'm just slowly deleting people off of my list as well here. I am going to take a quick stall while I think here for a second. Shock and clock I feel has like, been enacted. What's that? I said the shot clock, clock has now been enacted. <laughs> I feel bad saying this because, again, I'm going off of a different list, but has The Miz been taken? Yes, I took him with the money in the bank. Oh, yeah, that's yes. right. I have, I have him deleted there. All right. I, you know what? I'm digging deep here. I am going for Lay Cool. Layla and Michelle oh, Cool. Good pick. Big fan. As my, for my next pick, as a tag team, specifically, I am taking uh, Finley and William Regal. Oh, Ooh, wow. All right. I am taking the murder her, oh, Jesus, the murder <laughs> hawk monster himself, Lance Hoyt. <laughs> AKA Vance <laughs> Archer? Yep. All right. Just want to make sure I'm updating things, uh, correctly here. Uh, for my next pick, I am taking Cody. Oh, son of a bitch. I really wanted Cody. Oh, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, let's speak up for taking the Nexus. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I am going to take Trent Beretta. For my next pick, I am taking Goldust. All right. I am going to take Karma, a.k.a. Awesome Kong. Okay. We're thinking here. <laughs> it's getting pretty. I mean, granted, I know I deleted a lot of people from my spreadsheet before I, you know, started my plotting, but yeah. my list is getting pretty thin here. Okay, uh, so let's say here I'm gonna take as a team Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. I like it. I like it. All right. Ooh, this is getting tough. You know what? Just because you put the the seed in my head, I'm going to use the money in the bank winner, Kane. For my next pick, I'm going to take someone who makes me sad was drafted this low, and that's Christian. Yeah, I've been looking at him for a couple rounds. I just don't have any plans for him, you know? (sighs) I am going to take the team of Matt Hardy and MVP. Uh Uh-huh. I've always liked that feud. I'm going to take my commentary team now. I'm not done, but I'm going to take my commentary team now of Michael Cole and Josh Matthews. Hmm. All right. I'm going to take Teddy Long. Damn it. (laughs) I actually wanted Teddy Long. (laughs) That's the one that makes you say damn it? Yes. (laughs) Yes. The problem is Joe and I both want to make the same dumb jokes during the presentation. Yes. <laughs> um, did I have him on here twice for some reason? I don't know. No. Maybe. I need a moment. Take your time. This is flying by, so. Yeah. 
Kalen Croft is still on the board, in case you guys are wondering. Oh, good. Oh. <laughs> Not taken with Trent Beretta. Oh, that was the other dude buster. That's right. I See, because I, I, I don't know if I'm done yet. When in doubt, just put a battle royal in there. Yeah, see. <laughs> Listen, I think we're all battle royaled out after Don Morocco skinned the cat a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, you know what? Um, let's do this. I'm gonna take uh the great Kali. Alright. <laughs> I am gonna take Maria Canellis. I'm gonna take Jack Swagger. <laughs> undefeated MMA fighter, Jack Swagger? Undefeated MMA, not even MMA fighter, just undefeated MMA, oh. whatever the hell that means. <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna take the Bellas. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take Alberto Del Rio. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm going to make a hot take here. Del Rio, I think, would have went a lot earlier if not for his transactions later in life. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, man, nobody take him. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to have to take an announcing team. And I'm going to go, oh, I'm going to go Matt Stryker and R-Truth on commentary. Whoa. Interesting. And I am going to take, for my final pick, Kofi Kingston. Surprised he lasted this long. Yeah. Uh, Kofi's in a weird spot around this time. You know, this was the time where, like, him and Ziggler were just kind of, like, endlessly wrestling each other. Yes. Yeah. All right, Edge just called me up. He wanted to get his wife booked, so I am doing the combination of Beth Phoenix and Santino Morella. The rest is you, man. I am done. Okay. All right. So now, here's who is not getting booked. Yeah, you not- go on this, Matt, because I'm, I'm looking at this list, and I'm like, I think this, like, I'm trying to follow along, but it's coming up. Some of these guys were definitely booked, and it's not uh coming up red or green on my my version of the spreadsheet. No worries. Here is what we've got. Carlito is not getting booked. Evan Evan Bourne is not getting booked. Ezekiel Jackson is not getting booked. (laughs) Mark Henry will not be kicking anyone's ass or splitting anyone's Primo is not getting booked. Neither is Ted DiBiase Jr. Vladimir Kozlov, Yoshi Tatsu, the other dude buster, Caitlin Croft. Chavo Guerrero with his awful ooh Chavo entrance music. <laughs> Chris Masters. Surfer Tyler Rex. Kung Fu Naki. Jimmy Wang Yang. Mike Knox. He was still employed then, Jimmy Wang Yang. Yes. Uh, Crime Time, JTG and Shad. Maurice. Tamina. Tiffany. Alicia Fox. Eve Torres, Gail Kim, karaoke superstar Jillian Hall, <laughs> Mickey James, Jerry Lawler, Todd Grisham, Vicky Guerrero, and in his own company, Vince McMahon did not get booked. <laughs> it's better that way. <laughs> <laughs> so what we'll do is we will take a break. The guys will put their cards together. We'll be right back here on CKCC Radio. I'm Jason. And I'm David, and we're the hosts of the Non-North Sports Podcast. We're the home of sports talk for everyone. Join us bi-weekly as we talk about the happenings in sports. 
You can find the Not Another Sports Podcast on Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Hi, this is Anthony from the IWEP Network. We're a collection of weekly podcasts that vary in all different types of topics. We can be found on all social media, as well as any podcast or music app that you may use, as well as YouTube. We go live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch every Friday and Sunday. Here's a lineup of our five shows that you may be interested in. Interviews with Everyday People. Interviews and conversations on a positive note and just getting to know each other. Everyone has a story. Bangin' Beers podcast, beer reviews, hanging out with some friends, and much more. Truth behind illusion. Are you into ghosts, monsters, conspiracy theories, and more? Then this show will be for you. Tornado Tag Podcast. Pro wrestling stories, news, and show reviews. We love supporting indie wrestling, so come check us out. Not Cool in High School Podcast. A pop culture show where we cover movies, television, comic books, and video games. A weekly topic. So come hang out with us. We would love to hear from you. Follow us on all social media, and we'll see you soon. It's the most successful independent wrestling promotion of this generation. It's the place where the stars of today made their name. Now get the inside story of Ring of Honor from those that lived it with an honorable mention. Join Ring of Honor alumni Shane Hagedorn and his co-host Jeff Schwartz as they break down a classic Ring of Honor event every Tuesday and get the -the behind-the-scenes scoop and inside stories that you won't hear anywhere else. An honorable mention, available every Tuesday. Tuesday on your favorite podcast platforms. For exclusive bonus content, plus early ad-free access to every show, check out patreon.com slash an honorable pod. Greetings, folks. Do you like beer? Do you know who I am? Maybe not. My name's Kev, also known as Irish Kev. And then my dear friend Rick and myself actually really were supposed to have a cool promo for our beer review podcast known as the Hooligans of Hops, where Rick and myself take you through a drunken journey of all of the beers that we try. On a scale of 0.25 to 5 being the best, we talk about the best and worst beers we've had on the show. In between, you hear sports banter, some wrestling, and I don't know anything that happens when we get drunk. So check out our show on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple iTunes, Buzzsprout, and anywhere you can get your podcast sources. We'll try not to get drunk next time and do something for you. But here's the promo. Thanks. The semifinals are back here on CKCC Radio. It's the A-Show. Matt and Chris hanging out here Monday morning with the Mega Powers Exploding, Joe Sposo and Adam Van from At Odds With Wrestling. I can't wait to do plugs later so you guys can literally just plug the same thing back to back. <laughs> I'll let him handle the plugs and I'll just sit back for that one. You, you talk about porch talk. Oh, there we go. Never mind. I'll I'll cover that. <laughs> oh, the podcast I've never been on. The one of all the goddamn shows that I'm on, you know? You know what? I, I never thought you would want to be on there. That's the thing. I always figured you were too big of a get to get for porch talk. Nah, I'm never too big of a get. <laughs> too big of a get. <laughs> So, so um, Adam has had about three hours now to take his 135-piece puzzle and put it together. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to necessarily admit this, so definitely cut this out of the show, but I think I bit off way too much. <laughs> That's definitely not getting taken out. Oh, no. Um, I know. That, that's actually going to be the subtitle of the show. <laughs> It was a really good idea at 3 o'clock in the morning last night when I was popping myself writing this all down. (laughs) (laughs) He's texting me at, like, midnight because he sees that I'm online on Facebook Messenger. 
when in reality, like, I had fallen asleep watching the Bruins game. <laughs> I was like half awake, half asleep, going upstairs to go to bed. And I just see, hey, Matt, <laughs> can I do this? <laughs> and I didn't see it until this morning when I got up to go to work. So I guess I wasn't actually online. And I was just like, God damn it, Adam. <laughs> so just everything that I do had Matt's blessing one way or another, just so everybody knows. One way or another. Can you imagine if I had answered half asleep last night? Who knows what you could have booked? But let's hear what you actually did book. It's time for Adam's card of 2010 WWE. All right. So this is an episode of Monday Night Raw from Anywhere USA, and our commentators are Matt Stryker and R-Truth. The show opens up with Teddy Hart, or not Teddy Hart, Jesus Christ, Teddy Long. <laughs> that would be really Jesus Christ. <laughs> it, Teddy Long is in the ring, and he's going to run down tonight's action. Tonight we will see the Usos versus Eminem versus the tag team champions Heath Slater and Justin Gabriel. We will see some Divas action, Lay Cool versus the Bellas. The Intercontinental Champion will be in action later tonight. And we'll all hear from Edge, and the crowd boos. Boo, boo. What, y'all don't like Edge? Uh, but we'll have Edge later on tonight. Y'all <laughs> don't like Edge. What's the matter, y'all don't like Edge? <laughs> uh, and we will have... The team of Chris Jericho and The Big Show, Jericho, versus the Straight Edge Society. Uh, but first, we are going to introduce a special guest for tonight's festivities, and that is Brett, the Hitman Hart. Brett comes out to a spattering of applause. <laughs> Dare you. capacity <laughs> crowd. Uh, he grabs the microphone, talks about how things aren't quite like they were in his day. Uh, I think he starts to doze off. You know, it's a typical <laughs> Brett promo. Uh, <laughs> He's shooting, folks. <laughs> you know, Brett's just going on and on and on and on and on and on as they pick up my phone and grab the music. <laughs> I won't play the rest of the music. But the Nexus comes out, and they they chase off Teddy Long, and they start putting the boots to Bret Hart. They're beating the hell out of Bret Hart. But you know what? At ringside, Stryker and R-Truth, they're not safe. Daniel Bryan starts choking out Matt Stryker. I hope that doesn't bite him in the ass down the road. Uh, they're <laughs> laying out everybody. All of a sudden, John Cena comes out for the save. John Cena, all by himself, like the Superman that he is, he chases off all of the members of the Nexus when it's just Bret Hart and John Cena in the ring. Teddy Hart, Teddy goddamn long. <laughs> He grabs the microphone, and he says, you know what, players? Y'all like tag team matches? You're going to have a tag team match later on tonight. Uh, we're going to have Bret Hart and John Cena versus the U.S. champ Daniel Bryan and Wade Barrett. Holla, player. <laughs> and we cut the commercial break. You know, you could have told me that it was just Teddy Hart saying that, and I would have believed the exact same thing. That's exactly what you would have said. <laughs> the sad thing is I actually – wrote Teddy Hart in my notes, and that's true. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, at I'm least there's not a picture of you and someone who looks like Teddy Hart from 2002 that's floating around <laughs> on the internet. Oh, that's a deep fake, I heard, Joe. <laughs> I'm instituting a new rule called the Adam Van Rule. Teddy, ha Teddy Long and Bret Hart can never be booked in the same segment again. <laughs> so, that the, so that this mistake 
may never happen again. All right, we come back from commercial break. In the ring is Santino Morello with Beth Phoenix. Santino's going on and on about the hunk of dunk a meter and how he's going to start it back up when he wins the Intercontinental Championship. But he's going to have an open challenge, and anybody from the back who wants to accept the challenge is welcome to come out. And out comes Lance Hoyt. We all know him now as Lance Archer. And I'll tell you what, the bell rings, and this is a complete slaughter. Uh, there's not even an ounce of offense from Santino Morella. Uh, Beth Phoenix can't even look. She starts walking away. She leaves. She doesn't want anything to do with Santino. And just Lance Hoyt just keeps on beating down Santino Morella, just beating him down like he's paying for sins of his future. Like, as if, like, Santino Morella is going to become, like, a, a non-preferred down the road. Lance Hoyt just just basically murders him. The Murderhawk monster picks him up for that, like, razor's edge kind of throw powerbomb. One, two, three. Lance Hoyt makes quick work out of Santino Morella. Backstage, we see MVP and Matt Hardy bickering back and forth, arguing over who is the better athlete. Uh, all of a sudden, coming into frame, Dolph Ziggler comes in and says he's a world-class athlete. He was a, a high, high-tier wrestler at Kent State. He has a, a partner, and he'll meet them in the ring later on tonight. And because my booking is poor, that later on tonight is right now. <laughs> Next up, we have Matt Hardy and MVP versus Dolph Ziggler and his mystery partner, Trent Beretta. Uh, this match goes back and forth pretty quickly. Uh, obviously, Matt Hardy can't keep up with the other guys because, uh, you know, he's he's Matt Hardy. But uh, Ziggler and Beretta, you know, really put on a clinic. This is a, a good showing for the newly formed team. But the match is interrupted by the very memorable theme that we heard earlier on tonight of Fortune. Uh, Fortune comes out, <laughs> comes out to the ring to much confusion. The crowd doesn't quite know why Fortune's on this show. Uh, doesn't know who would have booked Fortune for like a 2010 WWF show, but, but here they are. Uh, they attack both teams. Yes, we have two massive stable beatdowns in one show. This is not Russo booking at all. Uh, basically... Jer or God damn it! AJ Styles grabs the microphone and says, "You know what? We were here originally to attack some combination of Triple H, Orton, or Batista, but unfortunately, because things didn't work out, none of them are on the show." <laughs> you know, we would really like to have Rick have a few moments with them in the ring. But, you know, it didn't work out. So AJ says, "You know what? Because I'm pound for pound the best wrestler in the world, and since this is the A show." I want a shot at your world heavyweight champion, Edge, and I'm not leaving this arena until I get it. So later on tonight, will we get AJ Styles versus Edge? We'll have to tune in and find out. We cut to commercial break. All right, next up, the match you all been waiting for, we have the team of Lay Cool versus the Bellas. Uh, during this match, you know, this is typical 2010 Divas action, so, you know, really good. Uh, Maria Kanellis comes down to the ramp. Looks like she's scouting the competition. You know, Maria at this time. Yeah, she should. Not, yeah, at not really known as being like a top-tier female wrestler. You know, she's just coming off of the kind of ditzy character. But you know what? She's she's taking this match pretty seriously. Uh, it looks like Lay Cool's about to get the win on the Bellas when all of a sudden Karma comes out. Maria, seemingly controlling Karma, points her to the ring. Karma comes out. 
beats the hell out of all four women, just lays all of them out. Uh, Maria Canellis comes in the ring, raises Karma's hands. The, keep in mind, this is height of powers, Maria Canellis. so just want to throw that out there. Do we have a new force in the Divas division? Is Maria Canellis and Karma forming a new tag team, or is one of them going for the Divas championship with the butterfly on the belt? We shall see. Uh, <laughs> I do want to just interrupt. Um, yes. Maria Canella's height of powers is still ongoing. <laughs> I think it started in like whatever the diva search thing was, and it's still ongoing today. Okay, I haven't seen her much lately, so I'll take your she's, word for it. She's flying high. All right, <laughs> all right. Next up, we have a match that is cut cut short for uh, time constraints. You know, I want to give Joe enough time, but basically, we have the team of the Usos versus. M-N-M, uh, keep in mind, Melina still doing her great entrance here uh, for the ratings, versus Gabriel and Slater, the tag team champions, accompanied to the ring by David Otunga. Uh, this match goes back and forth. Looks like Gabriel and Slater don't have a chance. The only reason they're hanging in this match is Otunga keeps interfering when the ref's not looking. Uh, the Usos get a couple near-fall wins. Uh, M&M looking great in this match. Uh, again, kind of the heels in the match, but it seems like everybody in the crowd wants the members of the Nexus to lose. Uh, but you know what? The numbers game becomes too much when Michael Tarver and uh, the guy who does fast food reviews in his car uh, come out, interfere. Gabriel <laughs> and Slater. <laughs> Gabriel and Slater retain after much interference. Hold on. I don't understand the reference of fast food reviews. This may just be being naive. Go ahead, Adam. You, This is you. Uh, Skip Sheffield. Uh, Sheffield right oh, back. okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know if Ryback, if that, if that was a Ryback reference or not. I couldn't tell. Uh, I continue on. I read in the Observer that he broke his neck trying to suck his own dick. I'll just say that. <laughs> a great I, career cut too short. I mean, it should be cut short because everyone voted retire on his Twitter poll anyway. <laughs> I voted twice on that. That's one poll I will conspire against. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next up, we have a pretty interesting match. We have the team of Chris Jericho and the Big Show, Jericho, versus the Straight Edge Society, CM Punk and Luke Gallows, accompanied in the ring by Serena Deeb. Uh, this match basically starts off with Jericho on the apron. Big Show is in the ring working Punk, uh, working Gallows. You know what, they're cut, Gallows and Punk are cutting off the ring, not allowing Big Show to get, uh, to the, uh, get his pin. Mm. Um, Jericho keeps reaching out. Big Show can never quite get there. You know, it looks like big, uh, looks like Big Show might finally get the advantage. He turns. He gives a big WMD punch to Gallows. And he knocks him unconscious. Gallows' lights go out. Gallows' lights go out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> big Show goes to tag in Jericho. Jericho comes into the ring. He's staring down Punk. You know, Big Show's still in the ring behind him when Jericho, out of nowhere, does a spinning back elbow on Big Show. <laughs> that's a move that he's working on. We'll hear more about that in the future. Jericho <laughs> just turned on Big Show. What the hell? CM Punk and Chris Jericho beat down Big Show. Gallows gets back up on his feet. He's beating down Big Show. They dump him out of the ring. CM Punk grabs the microphone. He, he says, you know what, Jericho? I've seen the look in your eyes. I know those aren't the lies of a sober man. You need to join me. <laughs> I can change your life. 
I can make it so that you don't play a, a sold-out event during COVID. Don't ask me about COVID later. It's a bad thing that happens 11 years from now. But I can change your life. All you have to do is take the pledge. Chris Jericho gets down on his knees. Serena Deeb grabs the Clippers. And CM Punk shaves Chris Jericho's head as, as Chris Jericho joins the Straight Edge Society. What the fuck? <laughs> well done. All right. I'll allow it. <laughs> Next up, our co-main events. We have AJ Styles accompanied to the ring by all the members of Fortune. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> can, you, can you name the members of Fortune again for me, please? Yes, absolutely. We have Kazarian and Daniels. We have Ric Flair. We have Beer Money. Okay. I think that's all of them. <laughs> all right. So he's a comp- uh, his opponent, the world heavyweight champion, Edge, accompanied in the ring by Broski and Hawkins. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You know what? Obviously, you would expect a lot of cheating in this match with all the outside interference. You know, every single time Edge gets near the fortune corner or corners because they're kind of spread out because there's lots of them, uh, you would expect there to be a lot of interference. But you know what? The Edgeheads don't seem to be uh, pulling their weight. It's almost like they're distracted. I think I just saw Kurt Hawkins checking his flip phone to see what time it was. Uh, <laughs> I can keep for that later. <laughs> uh, you know what? There, there's a time when Edge is like, you know, he's distracting the referee. He's expecting Broski to get in the ring and, you know, get in there, get a couple licks in. But Broski's also looking down at his phone. I, is there, like, an eBay auction ending soon? I hear that back in 2010, Hasbro figures are going for record prices. One even sold mint on card for around $50 recently. <laughs> I think you should sell high, by the way, at that point. But uh, uh, you know what? There's a lot of distraction outside the ring. Not much by way of action that I can call. Uh, AJ Styles gets the Styles Clash and beats Edge for the World Heavyweight title in a match you'll only see on my Monday Night Raw. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Listen, guys, if I'm going down, I'm going down swinging in a blaze of glory. (laughs) The blaze of something. (laughs) All right, for our main events, we have Brett the Hitman Hart and John Cena. In a tag match against the United States champion Daniel Bryan and Wade Barrett. All right, so John Cena starts off this match, you know, kind of wanting to protect Bret Hart, doesn't want to kind of expose him for being past his prime and not a very good wrestler at this point or any point. Uh, so Cena, you know, kind of working against Wade Barrett. Every time Daniel Bryan would get in the ring, he'd be pointing at Bret Hart. Cena's like, no, no, you're facing me. Uh, back and forth, tagging in and out as Barrett and Bryan, tagging, uh, attacking Cena. Uh, it's getting to the point where Cena's going to have to make the hot tag. Uh, is Bret Hart capable of, you know, getting that tag and clearing house? I'm going to make you think about that for a second because I was really thinking about just saying no and ending the match. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, uh, he makes the tag. Uh, we have in the ring Bret Hart facing off against Daniel Bryan. The match, the face-off that people have wanted to see for years. Uh <laughs> I don't really have an ending for this. <laughs> it's back to see you next week. <laughs> yeah, folks, we're, we're out of time. We're out of time, folks. Bret Hart saw Chris Jericho turn on the big show. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I, uh, I thought that's a good idea. Bret Hart wins. Also like, did it. 
Bret Hart wins by count out. Vote for Joe. Why you have to read my card at this point? Like, are you okay? <laughs> oh, this was the epitome of biting off more than you could chew. <laughs> I, I honestly, I waited like, I was gone for like a half hour, and I had three segments written down, and, the, and I was like, holy shit, I haven't even done anything with Hart, Cena, Daniel Bryan, or Wade Barrett, and that was my main event. <laughs> uh, Alright, so my questions for this, for, for this Monday Night Raw. <laughs> the members of Fortune that were, were mentioned were Ric Flair, AJ Styles, James Storm, Bobby Roode, and uh, Christopher Daniels. Uh, and Xeric, yeah. Xerian. All right. So the other members of Fortune that were not mentioned, I would like to know their whereabouts. Number one, Desmond Wolf. He was – it was a different incarnation of Fortune. I didn't draft – listen, I didn't want to have too many people on my card. <laughs> Terry was. <laughs> I, I want to know what's up with Rob Terry and, uh, and Doug Williams. Number two. I don't think you're accurate with the flip phone eBay thing in 2010. I'm almost positive they had Blackberry Bolts because <laughs> that is what would have happened then. I don't think you could have bid with, <laughs> with the razor that they were – apparently you had them out. I was combining two references at once. <laughs> okay, so, that's, all I have. that's all I have. I, I do have a press conference question. Oh, okay. Let's get this I'm, I'm an there open were, book. There were actually more members of Fortune that you did not draft. Okay. Enough to say, make an eight-on-eight match with the Nexus and make your life a lot easier. (laughs) You elected not to do this. Again, I I just didn't, again, I want to make it clear. I just didn't want to draft too many people. I thought I'd have a convoluted show at that point. (laughs) I didn't want to draft too many people. I'm going to draft eight people for my first pick. Uh, fucking, fucking, uh, check minus, Adam. <laughs> Joe, do you have any, uh, we don't really don't let the, let the opposition as part of the press conference, but Joe, do you want <laughs> no, I, I, anything? I've, I've chimed in enough. I'll just say this. What Adam did, book of his card, I did enjoy. Uh, there might be a lot of similar thinking on a few segments on my show as well, but we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> I, I have another question for Adam. Yes. Where's Kane? Uh, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably, I don't know. There was a couple people that I, I, I feel like I forgot some other people too, but I don't know. Yeah, I, Literally just Kane. That's the okay. only one that you did not use. So good on you for using 119 out of 120 wrestlers that you booked. <laughs> All right. Well, like, honestly, I know Joe's going to put on a great card. And I, I, I'm basically, I'm not doing a finger poke of doom here, DJ and Brett. But uh, I, I kind of, I'm basically, I want to have fun with it. And I think that that's what I want. I did. Translation, Adam was in way over his head with how many people he drafted, and then he's like, fuck, now I actually have to do something. (laughs) As if you were being thrown from a plane, and you were like, oh, just throw me in the ocean. I'll be fine. Um, So we go now to, now, for the record, there will be a poll, and... (laughs) 
if you like that, vote for Adam. But now it's time for Joe to present his card. I think I might just vote for Adam anyway. <laughs> All right. Yeah, As Joe I'll puts have... on a house show. I'll no. Have... <laughs> so uh, this is an episode of SmackDown, but it's one of those like raw SmackDown super shows where everyone's kind of intermingling, you know, just so we could do what we need to do. Um, our opening match, we start off with what I would probably think is a first time matchup or at the very least a match that happened should have happened more as Rey Mysterio takes on Kofi Kingston. Uh starting off, you know, hot baby face, two high flying type guys, kind of, you know, a little bit to the outside, big dive to the outside by Ray onto Kofi. Ray is primarily in control of the contest. Uh Kofi mounts a little bit of a comeback, misses on a tackle, ends up draped across the middle rope. Ray comes through, hits with the 619, bop, Kofi spills out, Ray goes to the outside like he's going to do the West Coast pop, he does that little thing through the uh, over the top rope, Kofi gets his knees up, Ray is dazed, Kofi hits the uh, Trouble in Paradise kick and gets the upset win on Ray Mysterio to start off the show, afterwards Ray Mysterio kind of like, oh, you know, that was close, so on and so forth, but he acquiesces and raises Kofi's hand in a rare WWE showing of sportsmanship and babyfaces not being jerks. I also All wrote right. everything down so I wouldn't forget people like I did last time. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, we have a tag team contest as the brother team of Cody Rhodes and uh, Goldust take on the tag team of real-life friends, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. Uh, things start off with Sheamus and Goldie in the ring. Uh, they have a rivalry from back in the days of the now defunct WWE CW brand. Uh, Dustin starts to get the better of Sheamus on this exchange, tags into Cody. They do like a arm ringer, like axe handle gimmick off the top rope. Uh, continuing a little bit of, uh, offense there on Sheamus. Cody makes a mistake. Drew gets tagged in and Drew just is annihilating Cody. Cody now is like the baby face in peril. Uh, Sheamus and Drew are more like, obviously they're the heels in the contest, so they're working over Cody, working over Cody. So many times Cody's desperately close to making that hot tag. Uh, Drew and Sheamus go for like a big <coughs> double, uh, kick on Cody. They end up clobbering each other. They're both laid out. All three men are down. Dustin's work in the corner, trying to get the fans into it, trying to get Cody to make the tag. Cody makes the tag. Dustin's in like a house of fire. Big shots for everyone. He does that drop-down punch that Cody does now that, for some reason, bothers me when Cody does it, but it's okay when Dustin does it. Uh, does the double noggin knocker, does the flip-flop and fly elbow. Uh, like I said, Dustin is a house of fire. Cody, still groggy, comes back in. They go for a double Irish whip on Sheamus, uh, pun intended. They both go to drop their heads to uh, give him like a double back body drop. Seamus shit cans Dustin out of the ring, grabs Cody, gives Cody the white noise. Boom, middle of the ring. One, two, three. Seamus and Drew are your winners of this. Uh, next up, The Miz comes out with his Money in the Bank briefcase. I'm not going to cut a full Miz promo, but he essentially intimates that he is going to use his Money in the Bank cash in tonight on the main event to be title, even though his title his money in the bank cash is for the Raw title, and this is technically the SmackDown title. He says, it's the Super Show. I could do whatever I want. Um, and then all of a sudden, the Undertaker's music hits 
Undertaker comes out, and as the Undertaker is slowly making his way to the ring, uh, Michael Cole and Josh Matthews intimate that the Undertaker, the conscience of the World Wrestling Entertainment, is here to prevent The Miz from whatever's going on. Uh, if I had an authority figure on this show, this is where he would make this an official match. Miz rushes The Undertaker, tries to level him with the Money in the Bank briefcase. Undertaker ducks, spins around, Choke slam on the Miz. Boom, Miz gets pinned. That's it. Undertaker's earned an easy payday with a victory over the Miz. Uh, but that's not all. After the match, Undertaker picks the Miz up, gives him a tombstone, uh, in, uh, in the ring. And that's essentially incapacitating the Miz. So he is not going to be able to use his money in the bank cash in later on this evening. Thank you, Undertaker. Um, next up, an interesting tag team matchup as we have Fit Finley and William Regal taking on the team of Triple H and HBK DX with oh. not official member, only a mascot of DX. Uh, Mr. Six WrestleMania is himself, Mr. Chocolate Dude and Fingers. <laughs> Match starts off with Regal and Triple H in the ring. These two guys know each other going back to the mid-90s, their days in WCW. Triple H tries to do a little cutesy uh, British-style wrestling, but... You know, maybe he's a little too, uh, retaining a little bit too much water weight at this time, and he really can't keep up with Regal. Uh, they both <laughs> kind of tag out to their partners, Finley and Shawn Michaels get in together. Very interesting contest where Shawn Michaels is staying a step away from Finley. He doesn't want to get grabbed by Finley. He doesn't want to get pulled apart by Finley. He doesn't want to get punched by Finley. It's a lot of kind of just keeping his distance. So if Finley doesn't get his hands on him. Uh, Finn, or Shawn Michaels tags back out to Triple H. Triple H, not a little, he's a little bit, uh, less afraid of Finley. He's able to mix it up with Finley. These two kind of do a little bit of slugfesting with each other. Finley, of course, gets the better of it, tags into Regal. Uh, Regal now is just kind of stretching and toying with Triple H as much as his, you know, bloated, barely bendable muscles can really move at this point. <laughs> but he's doing his best. A mistake by Regal, uh, sends, uh, Triple H into the buckle. Triple H gets his boot up, staggers Regal, allows Regal, uh, or, uh, tr uh, Triple H tags in Shawn Michaels. Now Shawn Michaels comes in. He's using his speed to keep, uh, one step ahead of Regal. Uh, he does like the sh the whole Shawn Michaels comeback where he does like the flying forearm. He does the nip up. He gets the crowd into it. Um, and right as Shawn Michaels is tuning up the band to hit Regal with sweet chin music, he stops dead in his tracks, and he can't move. And the camera pans down and sees Hornswoggle holding on to HBK's oh. leg. Regal draws the attention of the referee. Finley gets the shillelagh, waffles Shawn Michaels with it. Shawn Michaels goes down. Triple H turns his back says, what the hell are you doing? To Hornswoggle, Regal gets the pin on HBK because, of course, Hornswoggle is going to side with his actual father, not these guys that treat him like a mascot and treat him like a joke. We get a Dylan Hornswoggle postal heel turn? Like, he leaves DX? I don't know. Something happens here. But uh, uh, Regal and Finley beat DX. Joe, I thought you said you weren't going to do, like, a move by move. You have... <laughs> I'm not doing move by move. I'm doing like your opening. I'm doing like your 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 closing segment. There's there's other stuff in here where you're not gonna get that, right? You're skipping what every sixth move. Okay, I get like it. This, like this match, okay? 
first time ever meeting six person intergender contest as the Hart Dynasty, D.H. Smith, Tyson Kidd, and Natty Nightheart take on newcomers here to the World Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, three contenders, three competitors with an international pedigree. The kings of wrestling, Chris Hero and Claudio Castagnoli, and the queen of wrestling, Sarah Del Rey. The less I say about this match, the better. I'm not going to be able to describe what happens in this. The finish is, uh, it looks as though the Heart Dynasty are going to do the, uh, the, what's the Heart Foundation finisher gimmick called? The Heart, heart Attack. Heart. Yeah. They're going to do that on Hero as, uh, Tyson Kidd hits the ropes. Claudio pulls the top rope down. Tyson Kidd falls over the top rope. Uh, Tyson Kidd goes to, or uh, D.H. Smith goes to check on him. Hero regains his uh, composure, hits the rolling elbow on D.H. Smith, and pins him clean in the middle of the ring. Next up, we have Jack Swagger taking on Alberto Del Rio. Both men make their entrances and get into the ring. And the bell rings, and before either man can lock up, the lights go out. The lights go out. And the lights are out for a really long time, because <laughs> under the cover of darkness, slowly making his way to the ring, is the great Kali. When the lights come back on, Kali is in the ring. Swagger and Del Rio look confused. Uh, they have to charge at Kali because he was, you know, he's practically immobile. Swagger comes in, Kali hits him with the big chop. And immediately just busts him open, splits his head, <laughs> Del Rio does the same thing. Kali, pop, hits him with that chop, busts it open, bleeding, laying all over, and we never hear from Alberto Del Rio or Jack Swagger ever. <laughs> and we have the great Kali to thank for it. So thank you, great Kali, wherever you are. <laughs> Uh, and then in our main event, uh, a triple threat match for the World Wrestling Entertainment title. The champion, Batista, is taking on the Viper, the Scary Snake Man, Randy Orton, and Christian. Uh, obviously, there was the threat of The Miz looming, but thank you, Undertaker, for eliminating that. Uh, these are three guys that are familiar with each other in very many different iterations. Um, obviously there's an Orton Christian rivalry that's very famous, very well known. Uh, finish of this match comes as Batista has Christian locked and ready to go for the big Batista bomb in the center of the ring. As he is looking to the crowd out of nowhere, Randy Orton hits the RKO to take out Batista. Christian regains his composure as Randy Orton is down on the ground getting ready to do, uh, the, or no, Randy Orton's getting ready to do the punt onto Batista as Orton comes running in, Christian locks him, gives him the unprettier, I hate that it's called the kill switch, it's the unprettier, Christian hits Orton with the unprettier, one, two, three, Christian wins the WWE title, and he gets the world title way, way sooner than he ever should have, or, like, he, he gets it now, when he should have gotten it, as opposed to, like, two years later when he gets it, so the show ends crowning a new WWE champion in Christian. Wow. I guess I that's was- it. I guess that's good if you like shows with an ending, if that's your thing. <laughs> it's, it's good if you like a cohesive show where things make sense, I guess. I just like to say, Matt, I'm taking Adam's card. <laughs> I'm calling it. I'm calling it right now. Shotgun. Okay. So in the segment that we call Shilling the Card, I just, that's not going to be the name 
always of this segment. I just made that up now. Uh, Chris is now going to put Adam over. I, I don't know if I'm going to be putting him over. Um, all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you've ever begged for a three-hour Raw before. <laughs> but this show was not a three-hour Raw, and it definitely should have been. If you are a fan of taking out your announcers and uh, and uh, tag team matches with uh, in, in the Divas competition in the Divas division back in the day. If you if you're a fan of total nonstop action in every conceivable <laughs> meaning of the word, vote for Adam Van. You won't be disappointed. Look, Adam Van might go to the finals. <laughs> this, this wild card of a man could go to the finals if you choose his card over Joe Sposto's card. And that will be fucking amazing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, vote for the man that likes Nexus. Vote for Adam Van. So so I suppose in that case, now it is my turn to um, uh, make a claim for Joe. And basically, it's very simple. Everything that Chris just said. <laughs> vote for Joe. I'm beginning to feel picked on. I don't know if this is... <laughs> How dare you? First off, you 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 besmirched the great name of Bret Hart. <laughs> like, like how... Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you like flip phones, vote for Adam Van. <laughs> and all I can say is, I think the cards speak for themselves. Oh... <laughs> uh. Yes, they do. Vote for Joe. However, it would be really funny if I still won this thing, though. <laughs> I, oh, I yeah. You, I'm voting for you, Adam. I liked your card. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I liked um, the Jericho turn. Mm. Um, I liked uh, you pl- doing a play on the lights go out sort of thing, right? <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> you know, and I... I think you and I don't know what he was doing in 2010. I'm sure he was somewhere, but I'm also while you did draft Fortune as your wild card, like you very easily could have just drafted like Kevin Nash and immediately gotten four free votes right off that. <laughs> so I admire your restraint there. Yeah, I didn't want to use do the same thing over and over again. Plus, I was going to have Shawn Michaels be the one who had his head shaved and joined uh, the Straight Edge Society, but you took that from me. Oh, that, that actually would have been pretty great. Yeah, but so, uh, oh, Chris, press conference yeah. for Chris. As far as fever dreams on this show go, <laughs> I would say that we've now had three of them. We have <laughs> Great Balls of Maven. Correct. We have AJ's ECW card where Nicole Bass chokes them <laughs> Terry Funk off the Eagle's Nest. <laughs> and we have... Adam's show that didn't have an ending. <laughs> that may still be happening for all we know. <laughs> well, you know what it is? There's like Thunder in Paradise is airing right now, and if you tune into the commercials, you'll get little bits of the match. <laughs> Since 2010. <laughs> so, of our three like actual Fever Dream cards, uh, with, where would how would you rank them? Uh, well, I'm gonna vote for myself being the best, obviously, but I planned that. I mean, that was a fever dream, but that was very cold and calculated. Uh, AJ might have been uh, dreaming while it was going on, so he knew what was going on. Um, 
Adam, from the idea of drafting 286 <laughs> uh, members of the roster, but being pissed at not getting Shawn Michaels, this is very close to the top. Yeah, I'm the best. <laughs> um, and in AJ's defense, though this is a really terrible defense, I, when I saw him a couple weeks ago, he said that he didn't, he had never listened to the show, so he didn't realize he had to build a card after he drafted all these people. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so I that's mean, what he did. Now, Adam and Kev both forgot members of their roster that was on there. Those, ma- those absolutely make it better than uh, the, the other fever dreams here. So, uh, Kane is, that's exactly the reason why Kane retired and became a mayor. He was like, you know <laughs> what? I had an opportunity to be on this card, but you know what? They just made me sit in the back and eat catering, and that's fucked up. Out of my money in the bank briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, we go to plugs, and let's have Adam plug everything. <laughs> Hard pass. <laughs> so? Uh, so, you know, I do podcasts. Uh, you can find them over at soontobenamednetwork.com, soontobenamednetwork.tumblr.com. Uh, Tuesdays I have, uh, or Tuesday night, Wednesday, I have Longbox Heroes. My friend Todd and I do a comic book podcast where we talk about the actual comic books themselves, very little in the way of movies and TV. But, uh, you know, when we don't have a lot of news, that's what we talk about. We do talk about some of the current TV shows that are ongoing. Legend of Tomorrow, The Flash, uh, and the upcoming Low-Key show. We also have not the QAnon Low-Key, the Thor villain Low-Key. Oh, man, uh, that would be such a better show if it was Low-Key being a time traveler. Ugh. He would go. He would go back in time to tell people that they need better beds because they're not getting enough rest. <laughs> um, so I also do Longbox Heroes After Dark, which is the piece before Todd and I record that goes out on Fridays. I also do At Odds with Wrestling with Adam, the other person on this show, where we talk about things in the world of professional wrestling, assign each other homework. I have to see if I can remember what the cards for pay per views are and so forth. Um, but most importantly, more importantly, I would say May 21st, May 22nd, Mahoning Drive-In in Lehighton, Pennsylvania. It's Real Rumble Friday, Real Rumble Saturday. Um, the LVAC, Let's Hang Out Adjacent, putting on a wrestling event, four matches each night uh, that are preceding two sets of movies. Friday night is They Live and Something Else, a secret movie. Night two is the uh, documentary double feature of Beyond the Mat and Mr. Nanny. Remember when Mr. <laughs> Nanny's original title was Rough Stuff? Does anyone remember that? Does anyone remember no, last no. year? I was seven years old. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I remember, listen, it's wrestling. It's with sticks in my head, you know? Um, but yeah, so those are all the places where you can find my podcast. I don't care if you follow me on Twitter or not. That's no big deal. Um, vote for me in the poll or vote for Adam. You know, just, uh, keep it honest. Yes. All of what Joe just said, uh, uh just times two and, uh, vote for Joe in the poll. <laughs> oh, and porch talk. Yes. Yes. The one podcast that I am also on other than, uh, at odds with wrestling is porch talk. Look for it on all of your favorite pod catchers. And as you won't it, find it. You won't find it, but just look for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I will say I am a I'm a weekly at odds listener, and it, it really is a good listen. Uh, when they do the show homework, it's a lot of fun to hear them either a absolutely 
make fun of and tear apart what they've watched or B, seriously talk about what they've watched. Obviously, you get things like Glow or when Adam picked Wrestling Society X as homework (laughs) or the Nightmare Factory TV taping. You get stuff like that. Um, Here on our network, CKCC Radio, we have ckccradio.com. Rather than me remembering all the podcasts, of which there are a lot now, we have so many podcasts on this network. <laughs> Go to the URL, and they'll they'll tell you. We got ones about theme parks and theme parks. Uh, it, I've had a very long day. Um, <laughs> just go, go to the go, go to the website. Uh, thank you, Chris O'Mealy, for putting us on, uh, creating the website. Uh, all the episodes of the A Show and Matt Show by the numbers are on there. Yes, by the numbers is on a brief hiatus because of this tournament. Uh, the most recent episode with Hollow Wicked is available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, that will be coming back soon. Um, I do have so far just um, the Mastodon, Rosh, lined up. Oh! Representing uh, now the Sanctuary out of Hazleton. Oh, um, no kidding. We're going to talk about a lot of old WXW. <laughs> Uh, can I can I have one plug? There is a new Instagram called WSW Gems, and it's yes. uh, there. It's a lot of old world star photos, and they are there's some gems. <laughs> and those are not even the ones that we were talking about this week that our friend Jenna said that they have on their computer. Oh yes, uh, yes, yes. But um, this is Mike Collis found a, a CD ROM. Full of pictures, mostly of Justin Glory and Bobby G. <laughs> now, oh God, I'm trying to think what uh, uh, Big Slam Vader was a bit was a big uh, a, a big guy in, in the, that photo set. So uh, go check it out, man. Uh, old pictures of Matt Turner and Johnny Toxic. I John uh, long right shorts. I I just subscribed. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Um, the, the, there are no Donnie Brass pictures yet, which that was a fun conversation over the weekend. <laughs> I think um, that's what the inspiration was. Was um, reliving the Iceman Donnie Brass, <laughs> who um, one time may have uh, accidentally, on purpose, accidentally given Adam a low blow to give him a stutter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't. To say that it was on purpose would imply some type of coordination. So I'm gonna say that. <laughs> so I'm gonna just say that it was an accident due to like a lack of skill. <laughs> Did they have the pretty pretty princess title belt when you were there, Adam? Oh, I don't. I God, I don't remember. I'm very old. <laughs> I don't think so. You would remember the belt with like the pretty pretty princess gems. The bejeweled WCW title. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, you were missing out. Um, <laughs> allegedly. So check out ckccradio.com. Uh, lots of shows about theme parks and nerd stuff and The Simpsons and music and racing and, and pro, wrestling. Uh, pro wrestling and aliens and all sorts of stuff. Um, also, other soon-to-be-named network stuff, We Need Wrestling, the former Wednesday Night War is available now 
last week's episode, uh, which is now a week and a half ago, as you listen to this, was the Samoa Joe Necro Butcher watch along, which is my favorite spectacle in wrestling history. Well, so that match may be your favorite spectacle, but that episode just further cements for me that Doug needs his own podcast. <laughs> just even if it's like a five min five minute daily check in with Doug just to see how things are, just to hear Doug's voice. Um, if you listen to that and you hear like Doug is like, oh well, after I wa- after I watched that match, I just walked around downtown Philly smoking cigarettes. It's like there was a lot more that happened that day, Doug. You, there's there's a lot of that story you're not telling. <laughs> Doug, has Doug is one of the best people in the world, and uh, I enjoy him thoroughly on Wings on Wings as well. <laughs> and my goal in life is to get Doug and Mantis together to do an episode by episode podcast reviewing the TV show Mash. Because I know oh. they both love that TV show. Um, <laughs> and if I could make that happen, I would probably retire from everything. <laughs> podcasting, your job, everything. Yeah. Just My life would just be devoted to making sure that that podcast comes out. <laughs> um, by the way, um, the, with the show with Mantis last week was very good. Mantis oh, thank you very much. Is, Mantis is um, an interesting guy. <laughs> Mantis is an interesting guy, and, you know, obviously, uh, we mentioned a little little bit, I think, uh, on the episode itself when we were off with Mantis. You never know what you're going to get. It's not like Mantis is some sort of, like, weird wild card, but he's a very private guy, you know? He kind of keeps to himself. He doesn't put himself out there very much, and when he does, you know, it's you, you get, like, that little bit of a taste, but I know Mantis well enough that I can ask him certain things to kind of set him up to see if he'll tell a story about something. Um, and he did. I, I, I think he enjoyed his time on the show and I enjoyed having him on the show. Absolutely. It, it was a great listen. Um, I was telling the story to some friends I was out with the other night of how he talks about how baby oil has disappeared from professional wrestling. And it's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not like someone just did a spit take. I don't know who. Um, <laughs> no, no, it was, it was, it was a mild snort. um so yeah we need wrestling um final wrestling place they're currently doing wrestling graduations um the most recent as of this recording is carlito and eugene so so give that a listen there's also the another sports podcast with jason and david their most recent episode came out a week ago today as you listen and they talk about um, no hitters and home run derbies and more of the best beards in sports and, and hockey stuff too. Lots of hockey talk. And then of course, um, the hooligans of hops with Irish Kev and Rick. Uh, I'd imagine Kev forgets things on that show. Like he forgot an entire <laughs> tag match on this show. I hope so. Kev has qualified for the season two tournament of champions. And season two, as we had talked about, will have such dignitaries as the boar. And Joey Image, and Ed from Pod Van Dam, and Kevin the Man Graham, and I think there are more that I cannot remember off the top of my head right now. But keep it lost for season two. It's going to be fun. Oh, man. I think, gentlemen, it's time for us to wrap it up. I I think so. Best yeah, of Matt and Chris, you. thanks for having us on. Yeah, thanks, guys, yeah. thanks thanks for all the help that you guys have had just by 
talking about and get exposure for the show. You guys are always awesome when you guys are on here and uh, best of luck. I think um, I have, I have dived into ad odds periodically, but when I'm, uh, when I'm coming back up now um, from my, my trip that I'm on, I think I'm going to do a big binge. Uh, where should I start? Where's, where's a good ad odds starting point for me to, to dive into? You know what you need to listen to and it'll, it'll probably make your head explode. Look for the FWF night after major fest episode. If you like presenting cards like Joe and I did, okay. it is basically Joe and I picking up where Broski and uh, Myers left off <laughs> on their figure fed. So they gave up their fantasy fig fed uh, with a big pay-per-view called Major Fest. And Joe and I basically just took it over where they left off using their rosters and using their mannerisms. And that's where I'd probably say a good chunk of the inside jokes that Joe and I have been throwing out there during our presentations tonight came from. Uh, and if you thought my stuff tonight was just nonsensical. I think that that would be uh, very impressive for the levels of just dementia it gives. And Joe's is pretty, you know, good, too, if you're into that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, so, Chris, again, I don't know if you listen to Hawkins and uh, Broski's podcast of any sort. No, of... that's that's not my, my game, okay. you know what I mean? Like, so uh, it is that's fun. no offense to anybody, but... No, and that's the thing. It is, it, it's, it's very, I, I think it's a very funny episode, um, but if you listen to those shows, it's like that much more funny because it's all very insular, very all very self-referential uh, to that. And it's the February 6th episode because it's not like normally numbered. It's uh, it's, it's titled uh, FWF Week 27. Um, episode 120 was right after uh, John Huber passed away. So, you know... Be ready for whatever sort of mood you might be in for that. Right. Um, I know you said that you listened to the draft special. I'm just kind of looking at some of the past episodes um, <laughs> yeah, that I'm, uh... we've done here. And it's so difficult, like, because the episode titles are so stupid, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think if you go and look at any episode where, like, I wax poetic about ECW stuff, or any time that like Adam and I went to do a live show, did t Adam? Did we do a post show wrap up when we did the commentary for Micro Wrestling? No, I think we pretty much. Uh, oh, I I don't know. We didn't give it a very detailed review. You know, I think it was just the opening of our show, like what we did that weekend type deal. That was the talk of the town in our in our group chat when that happened. I, I that's <laughs> I think that's where I'm starting right. <laughs> Um, but there's another one. I, I'd have to, uh, find it. It was after the 2019 collective. Was that the one that was in Jersey and Adam went yeah. to the Orange oh, Cassidy show? Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, two manias ago or like, yeah, we did like a special yeah. like wrap up of that weekend of shows. That's a really good oh, one. Very cool. I'm just that, trying that to was the only time me and, only time me and Matt have been on shows that actually, well, at least me, have meant anything. Matt's been on a couple shows. I've been a couple things, so. <laughs> oh, you're just saying that. Um, ah, episode, episode 60, we had uh, the Boar and Dan Champion on as guests, and that was as much as a clusterfuck as you could possibly imagine. <laughs> In a good way. Um, I don't want to spoil it, but... Um, uh, oh. Dan incriminates himself many, many times <laughs> during the course of the evening. And uh, one, 
One of my favorite episodes that I will to this day go and just check out is Thanksgiving from two years ago uh, when you were soliciting guest hosts for the oh, show. Oh, yes. So uh, this past Thanksgiving, of course, was we did the draft show, but the prior one, um, I had Todd, who is my comic book podcast co-host, who hates wrestling. I had him on. But oh, there's great. a bit at the beginning where all the other people that I asked to co-host, uh, it's them leaving their voicemail messages telling me to go <laughs> pound stand. And it's a lot of very famous people on TV. Oh, that's great. I, I, <laughs> call, I called in a bunch of favors to do a stupid bit for my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and to this day, like, I'm not going to say, because I'll save it for you to go and listen to, but to this day, I'll be like, oh, see that guy on, on TNT Dynamite? He was on my podcast. You know? <laughs> <laughs> because he left the voicemail. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, you see this guy winning a major tag team title at WrestleMania? He was on my podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the uh, the Upper Bronx Yonkers accent when I, I go to tune in. <laughs> oh, man. So next week, DJ will take on either George Gatton or Chris O'Mealy, and it's 2002 TNA. Oof. No fortune there. <laughs> no, there's a lot. And there's a lot of good stuff in 2002 TNA. Um, and again, I don't want to I, I, I don't want to give either person the advice. But I will just say whoever's first draft pick is Vince Russo as an on-screen character wins. <laughs> <laughs> well, we heard what happened the last time Vince Russo was an on-screen character here. Um, and, and that also had Scott Steiner on commentary. So <laughs> with, with 2000 WCW. But I digress. Um <laughs> So definitely tune in for that next week. Gentlemen, thank you for taking the time here with us on this uh, Monday morning and uh, coming together to put this draft together. Best of luck to both of you. Yeah, Joe. Thanks again. You'll need the luck, Joe. Uh, (laughs) My best of luck is only going towards Adam because that's that's (laughs) who I hung my horse to. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Uh, And thank you for joining us. Until next week, my name is Matt. Uh, I'm Chris. And we will see you. 